0: You are now about the witness. Wrestling knowledge at its finest. Sideline Jones proudly presents. The People's Choice. Don Rodriguez. The Big Guy. KG. They are. The Wrestle Maniacs. It's Saturday night so we all know what day that is. Come on, come on. People's Choice. People's Choice. Guess what day it is. Guess what day it is.
1: Thursday. Nah. God damn. I guess it's got to be Saturday. It's so good look at those Thursdays. Thursday. Oh, man. I was so thinking looking forward to Thursday.
0: Thursday. What's Thursday?
1: Nothing, because I know on Saturday I was going to get to tell you that, that all that go-go that you sent me, it's the same damn
0: beat. <laughs> you liked it.
1: No, I mean, it was all right, but I'm like, wait a minute, it's the same beat. What was the difference? But I digress. <laughs> because we are also on a Saturday night, WrestleMania is ready to pop off, do what we do. Mostly because in the DMV, AEW is at the moment going live with full gear. And we're going to do things in reverse this time where we're actually going to do our picks for a pay-per-view first. Mostly because the pay-per-view is already happening. So (laughs) we'll do do our picks, talk about that, and then we're going to go in retro to the front lines and discuss who was better. Raw versus SmackDown. For AEW Dynamite versus NXT. So, Full Gear, we'll start from the bottom now we're here and talk about the Tag Team Championship Triple Threat Match. You've got SCU versus Zero Miedo, the Lucha Brothers. Versus Private Party. So out of the the tag team uh, tournament, you have the first, second, and third ranked teams all vying to take or retain. Because it's SCU's uh, championship at the moment. But Lucha Brothers and Private Party are vying to take the championship away from SCU. To which, truthfully, I thought Lucha Bros was a shoe in after all the work that they put in to win and become AEW's first tag team champs, but didn't work out that way. So uh, Kazarian and Scorpio Sky are these champions in the tag team division. So I'll go first with my picks. I know as much as I like SCU, I really want the belts to go on the Lucha Brothers. And since this is a a triple threat, I think that possibility could happen because there's always – And uh, that we know the champs in a triple threat situation do not need to be pinned or submitted to lose their belt. So I'm going to throw something to the wind and select the Lucha Bros for the championship. That's my first major pick groundbreaking or not.
0: Well, I'm going to have to hit the. Swerve and go private party.
1: Oh, wow. I'm not taking anything from him because that um, uh, Hurricane Rana into the Diamond Cutter is still one of my favorite moves of all time. And that just started happening. <laughs> but it's pretty
0: awesome. You know, so, go ahead. I'm sorry. I'm going to say this. Between looking at private party i get the same feeling as i do with street profits mm-hmm. this is a young team that's like destined for greatness they stay together stay injury-free they're destined for a long title run because oh, yeah they can put butts in the seats Mm-hmm.
1: and they're explosive they could be the successors to young bucks um so yeah and they have the, the, the credit of beating the young bucks in the first round in the first match of the tag team tournament in the first dynamite episode. So they had a lot of firsts and rightfully so again, that was also great booking. So I agree with, uh, your, your future speak for them, but in present tense, I don't think they're going to win, but that's your pick. So we'll see now this one is going to be an interesting battle because it it could really go either way. And uh, we're just going to call it the slobber knocker between Hangman, Adam Page, and the bastard, Pac. So I know this is your pick, but I got to tell you, man, I'm actually rooting for both of them. I think, truthfully, this will probably be the match of the night. I know we have an unsanctioned one, coming up, but I think this would be the match of the night.
0: Hmm. I, I, I got a possibility, but I I, I think this would be match of the night
1: 2.0. So,
0: really? Yeah. I'll
1: we'll have to wait and find out what you think 1.0 is.
0: But either way, who's your losing pick? My losing pick? I'm going to go with Neville. I mean, Pop. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So...
1: I'm going to go. I'm looking at the rest of the lay of the land. Mm, Lucha Brothers win. I'm going to split the middle and go with Hangman Page there. Live, Live a little dangerously out there in the wilderness. Because they may have the the face prevail, even though truthfully I would like Pac to win, but I'm gonna go with Hangman Page because I think we need a a phenomenal match, but a a face win. I say that I guess leading up to our next match, which is gonna be another barn burner. You've got Santana and Ortiz versus the purveyors of the tandem super kicks, the Young Bucks. So, I guess it's my pick on uh, on that situation. And I'm going to have to go Young Bucks all day. They'll pull it out and they'll make it happen. Taking uh, nothing away from Santana and Ortiz, though. I'm going to ride right with you. There you go, cheating again, man. Get your own, your own ideas. It's not even your pick.
0: I'm, I'm, not, <laughs> I'm not trying to cheat. But, I mean, when you got a good idea, I'm supposed to back you up, right?
1: Yeah. Uh, somebody trying to back up into a victory. You stay in your lane. You got one job. Yeah, get this W. Uh, that's my job. Oh, here we go. <laughs> so now we're getting to, I guess, the first major women's uh, event that's happened since crowning a champion AEW. So, for the AEW Women's Championship, you have the current sitting champion in Rio, who was extremely over, uh, versus her trainer, Emmy Sakura. So, Emmy did get a victory, pinfall victory, over Rio uh, at the last Dynamite taping at the Go Home Show. So, actually, this is your pick. But it's going to be interesting to see exactly which way, because it could go either way. But I well, I'll tell you why uh, my pick will be in a second, but who you got Rio, mm, yeah, I figured you'd go there. I'm gonna go Emmy Sakura. I think that may be some interference from Brandy Rhodes uh or an appearance from Awesome Kong, but the reason why I'm thinking that is I think there needs to be a little bit of a shake up and dynamic in size. So that way you don't wear out Rio being basically the female Rey Mysterio of the women's division. So, I mean, let's be honest, Awesome Kong versus Rio, we know it's a title change. Yeah. That's like putting Brock Lesnar versus Shorty G. We know it's a title change. <laughs> That's <laughs> but if the, the belt is off, uh Rio is free to feud with Awesome Kong and then we can have the belt come back or something, but Uh, I just don't want to see her become stale and that we still have other people like Britt Baker out there that is dying the championship as well. So it it could be um, an interesting dynamic, but I'm going to have to go with the teacher educating the student one more time. Mm. Okay. So that's that. And now comes the fun part. We've got what could be the second greatest match in Baltimore Arena slash Royal Farms existence. Slab, sorry, slash First Mariner existence. Unsanctioned lights out match, Kenny Omega versus John Moxley. (laughs)
0: <laughs> it's my pick yeah you can go first uh, Moxley really yep over Kenny O yep because you got you got to build Moxley up you got to build him up and this particular role he's playing it looks like he's very very frustrated with the way things are going is it a role or do you think he's just shooting No, I think it's a work. Because, I mean, you did all of that to get out of your contract in WWE. Now you're in AEW and you're unhappy. You could have stayed where you was at if that was the case.
1: True, true. Get some of Renee Young's Fox money.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And she got less time really on the road. So you could have been home with your wife.
1: True that, true that.
0: So I, I think it's I think it's a work. I'm not gonna say it's it's shoot, but I think it's definitely a work because it's too much you can do with him to you know be like you know well we're just gonna do little by little, just give you a little bit here. I think he needs more screen time, but you gotta give him something going. So this is the match that's gonna get him kick started.
1: is one of those times where I don't like being me. But I'm going to have to agree with you. <laughs> ah, It's hurt me to my heart. Just want you to know that. It's hurt me to my heart. But, alright. I'll have to go with Moxley as well. Taking nothing away from Kenny O. But, yeah. It, it would kind of Push John Moxley into an afterthought if he's fallen to the uh, the elite already. That would I mean, Kenny Omega, Kenny Omega, he's already it's, it's like the next match that we're going to talk about. You don't want to have too much nepotism in there. So yeah, uh, I
0: agree. But and now, s- don't don't take it wrong. Kenny Omega is your banner carry. I'm not taking anything away from Jericho or Cody, but Kenny Omega is your banner carry. He was your big splash. He was your, your, your blue chip, your free agent signing when you first started. So, don't, not take anything away from him, but I think he's going to put over a lot of talent before he takes, you know, ascension to, to the throne. Right. So now, we get to talk about
1: the main event Of the evening. Speaking of which, if they do not have Michael Buffer call out this match, and no disrespect to Justin Roberts, but come on, man. It was nothing like you're watching TNT, you're watching Monday Night Nitro, and you got Hogan versus Sting and Michael Buffer calling it out. Let's get ready to rumble. And then you hear Voodoo child kick in. You know, that whole entire that was a big fight feel and WCW in WCW back then. You knew it was going down. You were pumped before it even happened. You were just gassed. It was like, oh my God, Michael Buffer just let us in. It's going down. And if you're gonna keep true to the traditional, I would say, please, 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 I hope. I hope and pray. Michael Buffer is there but if not We do have uh, Justin Roberts but it it won't be The same in my opinion So now Obviously we're talking about Le Champion The painkiller I'm quite sure is going to Show up uh, in Chris Jericho your AEW World heavyweight Champion (laughs) Facing the American Nightmare the man that said that if he does not win the championship, he will not compete for the AEW championship ever again in Cody Rhodes. So, this is my pick and kind of torn like Natalie and Bruglia, but I am who I am and who I am is a Y2J. Chris Jericho, a champion, a little bit of the bubbly fan. And I think still, even though it's the hype, it may not be a clean victory. There may be some Jake Hager in there. There may be all kind of run-ins and everything. But somehow, some way, based off the situation, the Judas effect will be hit. And the one, two, three will go down. But still leaving enough of the, oh my gosh, I can't believe that that happened situation to not negate Cody's ability to challenge again because it was so much. I know they have the whole thing with the judges, but I think that it's not going to come down to the judges to make a decision on the match. I hope not. I think that's just an extra little bit of icing on the cake for presentation. But... um uh, I really think it's gonna it's going to be cray-cray. It's not going to be hell in a cell, Seth Rollins versus The Fiend, and there's a disqualification and a no disqualification, hell in a cell match, cray-cray. But it's going to be a lot of action, a lot of stuff popping off. The ref's going to have to use some good judgment, but that good judgment still is going to have Cody taking the, the L in the record books, I would say. So, I'm going, Jericho,
0: break the walls down. Your pick. Wow. And the funny part about it, you read my mind because that's the same thing I was thinking. No, it wasn't. Stop. You know what? I'm talking about the song. I wasn't talking about the pick. Uh Uh-huh. I was talking about the song. Hold on. Calm down, now. Hold on.
1: You got me me
0: hyped. They in the backyard.
1: The TMV. You over here. That's the same thing I was thinking. Oh, he was about to catch it. He was about to catch it like an Orange Cassidy super kick.
0: <laughs> you wouldn't feel it, but you caught it. Um, <laughs> uh, as I said to you off air, I kind of think that Cody's going. to... W- I would love to see Cody win it, but I kind of think Cody's going to lose because, like I said before off air, um. He wins by him being the head of the company. He, he, he's part owner. He's the face of the company. Uh, he's at all the meetings, everything. He wins. He's another Jeff Jarrett in a way. But he wins. The roof is going to blow off Royal Farms Arena. Mm-hmm. I mean, because everybody. Cody. I, only person that has a longer over run with than than Cody. Nope, I take that back. Becky and Cody been running neck and neck. That's the that's the true king and queen of wrestling right now. Because Cody, when he was in New Japan and everywhere he went, when he became the American Nightmare, even in the Indies, he was so over. Everybody wanted to see him, and he took it and looked what he parlayed it into. Stardust And just because oh, you went <laughs> We're skipping over to Stardust My bad, I'm sorry I just wanted to say it, I know, but go ahead Keep going Stardust <laughs> Just because you went Jericho I mean, not taking anything away from Jericho He is the, the longest reigning Defending young- Undisputed Oh sorry, I-, I
1: thought you were talking about Brock Lesnar I was giving you the the Paul Heyman as you can tell people jacked tonight. Go ahead. <laughs> sorry.
0: Sorry. Go ahead. I'm I'm encroaching on your moment.
1: He, Please continue.
0: He's the youngest AEW champion, longest reigning AEW champion. Defending. Uh, defending undisputed. Undisputed. Conquering.
1: <laughs> Pain giving. Alright, sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. He is it's the not greatest. A spoiler. There you go, sorry. <laughs>
0: okay.
1: I'm over now. Trying to hit all of uh, Paul Heyman marks. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Ladies and gentlemen, my name. There you go. You got it now. All right, you go ahead. I think I've hit all of Paul Heyman today. Oh, wait, his new one. Because I'm a Jew. (laughs) Like, dang, you got to stay.
0: All right, now, go. Continue, continue. He is the longest reigning, youngest, and the greatest AEW champion ever. Uh, but I can't take anything away from, him, but give me Cody in this one. I don't know. What? Negro, I'm, I'm, please. I, I gotta I gotta do something. Cause uh let me see. One what? I'm putting a three, question mark. <laughs> three, four, yeah. I gotta do something. Just copy with me.
1: I'm be mad if I lose this. Not that Jericho be. needs the belt. Let's be honest. We already know he's 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 got it. But I think uh, the next question would be, who would if Cody won, who would he be going against? Who would be the next person to vie for the championship?
0: Now, see, that's a good question. I mean, him and him and him and Jericho could feud for quite some time because this this is entertainment it is showmanship and the promos these two are cutting classic
1: classic is beyond it classic is accurate especially since Chris Jericho classically brought in Virgil for his video promo yeah, yeah. Like, wait a minute you got all this nice craziness and then there's Virgil I'm like what the hell what did, how, how did Virgil get into this Exciting. I, I couldn't ask for anything better. And Cody, well, we're going to get to the front lines uh, momentarily. But Cody's promo was uh, call it shoot, call it work, call it whatever you want. But it was spot on. It was the equivalent of that Paul Heyman joking about Paul Heyman um, a moment ago. But truthfully, is that equivalent of how Paul Heyman puts butts in the seats through his his go-home show or pre-match um, Commentary and and, and stuff that he Does that's what Cody was able to deliver and I figured he was probably going to go somewhere like that thought Maybe he would retire uh, or And just go to the back office or something But he's still going to be a wrestling Figurehead and uh, um, An entertainer at the Same time because he's just so over It's ridiculous not to I mean They're looking at him like the savior Is the way he's getting these chants when he comes out Not on the rock level but maybe, you know, about four or five blocks down the road level um, from the Rock. But that's still huge, to say the least. So that is it for our AEW picks emanating from the Baltimore slash First Mariners slash Royal Farms Arena. History will be made tonight that will set up for everything else. It's the last pay-per-view of the year for AEW Before we get to the double-dub 2020. So a lot of opportunities are going to be happening. A lot of events are going to transpire that are going to set up for their road to counteract WrestleMania. So that's why this pay-per-view is extremely important to set the roadmap for what they're going to do. Because one of two things is going to happen. I know Cody already understands that, let alone everybody else uh, executive-wise that have spent some time in WWE from the the inside out, is that they are going to know that they have to come hard, they have to come big, because you are going against WrestleMania, you are going against the Elimination Chamber, you are going against, um, oh gosh, what else is there? Fastlane, I'll even give you Fastlane. Uh, on the road to WrestleMania, and most importantly, you're going against the Royal Rumble, which they have not had a true Battle Royal or Royal rumble s type of match yet in AEW, but you're going against the Royal Rumble, which is going to have another men's and another female Rumble match to coincide. And last year's was crazy with Nia Jax. you boo. You're welcome. Um, mentioning that, uh, going into the men's Royal Rumble match, Taking out our truth, causing all kind of havoc, paid some dividends for what happened, setting up for WrestleMania with Ronda Rousey and everything, paid some dividends on Total Divas and got some attention to that to see that uh, transpiring on the back end. So that, that's a lot to go up against. So this pay-per-view has to deliver and has to set up for where we can walk for and the future of AEW. And then they also got the XFL to deal with. Not that it's immediate competition, but that it's still another WWE-esque type of production. Because to think that the XFL will not show a WrestleMania trailer, yeah, okay, that's happening. Well, it, that it will not show a Royal Rumble trailer, yeah, that's happening. Or an NXT trailer, yeah, that's happening. And I haven't even covered the takeovers yet. So at least we know we're guaranteed two, maybe three takeovers before WrestleMania. A lot for AEW to deal with. But with that slate heavy, I'm confident that between the money that the cons are spending and the, the booking that they have going on you would almost think, I know it sounds crazy, that Dusty is booking some of this. But you've got two components from Dusty, being Dustin and uh, Cody, helping to curate some of this great content, along with Dean Malenko and, and, and other uh, established great minds, Arn Anderson, Virgil. <laughs> great minds in the business. So and, and you know what? talent like Jim Ross and and such, yeah.
0: They all, everyone that you name, even Virgil, because uh, <laughs> the <laughs> funny story about Virgil is the reason why they his character's name is Virgil was a shot at Dusty Rhodes. Mm. Most most people don't know that when he came up, his name wasn't wasn't going to be Virgil, but Dusty Rhodes had left, and they wanted to take a shot at him, they named Million Dollar Man's Valet Virgil. But everybody that you named in some form or capacity has rubbed elbows with the American Dream. Oh, yeah. And AEW, backstage, uh, even in the forefront with Cody, Dustin in the ring, that's Dare I say it? I mean, this may seem like a stretch to some in the wrestling community, but if you think about it hard, AEW is Dusty's thumbprint. That's mm-hmm. his thumbprint. His last. That's his legacy. Not just because yeah. of his sons. That's his legacy. And a lot of people One would, would think NXT
1: episode. would be, uh, but that was still more Triple H than anything. But I agree that that's a great uh, assessment there. That. Um, you know that that's Dusty's house. That's Dusty's, pardon the pun, but that's Dusty Dusty's dream.
0: Yeah, yeah. And I I think looking at it from that perspective, and I I don't know anybody wrestling fan, whether you're a novice, hardcore. No matter what level of wrestling fan you are, if you know Dusty Rhodes, especially those of us that grew up with the Midnight Rider. Mm-hmm. We we know Polka Dot, <laughs> Dusty Rhodes, the Atomic Elbow. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you may have stepped away from the sport, but you still know Dusty. You uh, you love seeing it. And it it, it brings back sort of nostalgia. And the way uh, uh, Cody has ascended since he's left WWE, I think I can't name off the top of my head another superstar that has left WWE and ascended to these heights in well, the ring. Okay,
1: about to say, because I know you know there's one.
0: Oh, yeah.
1: the a great one. Yeah. But uh no, I, I agree, uh well technically oh that's why you said in the ring cause I I would also say Linda McMahon, since she is, you know, working for the government. That's some extreme heights too. She got Vince in the White House. That's a that's a big deal right there. <laughs> oh correction, that's that's huge. That's mm-hmm. really huge. But either way, we're gonna uh take a pause for the cause. Because uh, we may want to go ahead and cheat and see what's going on at AEW. Who knows? But um, when we come back, we're going to change focus. Because we talked about just a moment ago what AEW needs to do, what they should do, what they're up against next year. And uh, the Double Dub 2020. Now, we need to take a look at the here and the present. And the present being this week's matchups between SmackDown versus Raw, between AEW Dynamite and the uh, black and gold of NXT as we go to the front lines when we come back.
0: And just like that, we are back!
1: That's right. Back to give our interpretation of the front lines and what better way to start than i don't know maybe the two juggernauts going against each other coming fresh off of last week with the nxt firing the first shot the full invasion on smackdown on friday monday night uh we had the residuals that came out for that so we're going to talk about smackdown versus raw great video game by the way but Oh, sorry. Correction. Let me say that again. Great video game, by the way, which is also still better than WW2K20, which had an update today, but I'm still not going to try until they've done at least 15 updates, because I swear, if I turn it on and I still can't recognize who the hell's head is on The Rock, we're going to have a problem. (laughs) Not that I'm going to recognize The Rock. I'm trying to figure out who this guy is that they put his head on The Rock.
0: Once we figure that
1: part out, I don't know. Let's not
0: talk about Updates this week, because we we're not even going to talk about updates, especially Uh-oh. video game updates. I don't know if it's happened to you Xbox One users, Uh-oh. but the the Madden servers have been down
1: for the problems.
0: You know Uh-oh. why? Because they turned on them Need
1: for Speed servers, and I'm telling you now. I know we're talking about Raw and SmackDown, but if you want some good lights and glitz. This is the most exciting Need for Speed game I have played In a long ass Time Like we are And I just started tonight We are It just came out on uh, A couple days ago too But uh, We are on the level Of Awesomeness That was Hot Pursuit uh, Mixed mm-hmm. with A great storylines it's Like it's weird Because it's flowing In such a good way The prequel has it set up so coming from me for speed rivals which I was playing as a police busting people live as we're street racing against real people taking them down singing the cops theme song as I'm just ramming people taking them out and oh man I was dangerous like, you wasn't getting away from me unless you had a, a great car the right area of the map and you could hit that left real quick which sent me off flying into a distance yeah. Bad boys, bad boys. What you're going to do? Take down, lock them up. But this one, oh man, coming from a street racer's perspective, need for speed. Man, like I'm trying to get KG off the daggone podcast so I can jump back in with my headset and put that work in. Oh, my bad. Did I say it out loud?
0: <laughs> Dang it. Wait, wait, time out. Number one, Man, when did they release a new Need for Speed? Uh, how about a couple days ago?
1: Oh, oh by a couple of days ago, I mean Thursday night, technically, or
0: Friday. Oh, my goodness. I'm, I'm, And when you say best one in a long time, I think it was Hot Pursuit 2. The first Hot Pursuit was on PlayStation 1. And that was one of the best games I ever played because I was just an absolute animal. I couldn't get caught by the police. Then when I stepped up to PlayStation 2, couldn't get caught by the police. Stepped up to 3, couldn't get caught by the police because I'm just that damn good. So this will be no different. I'll get all my controls down and still won't get caught by the police. Thank you very much.
1: (laughs) Well, that's because I wasn't chasing you. But if you want to go and jump into some need for speed rivals, let me know because I will bust your ass. In and out of the ring, just just okay. just saying. I hear you. Just both. saying, just saying. Are you gonna hear me singing too? What you gonna do? What you gonna do when they come for you, bad boy, bad boy? What you gonna do? Shout out to Will Smith and Martin Lawrence. So, Raw versus SmackDown, hot versus hot and heavy. I'm gonna just put this out there. I know we give scores. For the past few weeks. I'm calling this a double A. And I'm not talking about. R Anderson this time. I'm just saying a double A. In progression. Because both shows were pretty darn good. We had Raw. Live from Long Island. Episode 44 of this year. And Smackdown. On tape delay. Coming from Manchester England. So. Here's how it stacked up. I'm just gonna just just paint brush the gloss really quick. Brock Lesnar went on a rampage and put Dio Madden through the announce table. Killed it. Dio Madden is not a little guy. Yeah, he. But the funny thing is, he got up at Brock's face and was like, "Oh, okay." Boom. Well, yeah, you deserve to get your ass kicked. So uh, <laughs> that's all that right there. Like, if you're gonna stand up, you had better be on the main roster with a lot of heart, knowing that you got a shot. Otherwise, I don't know what to tell you. Kabuki Warriors versus Charlotte Natty. Natty coming off of her epic experience in Saudi Arabia. Uh, they picked up the win, which they may be kind of putting them together as a tag team. We'll see exactly how this is going to play out. Uh, you had... Buddy Murphy versus Cedric Alexander was a good match. Rey Mysterio, though, when he came out with the pseudo-lead pipe and started putting that work in on Brock to set up him versus Brock in Survivor Series, very smart encounter. Loved that. But then we had the interesting. We had the blue and gold come out. We had Seth Rollins, not sure what was supposed to be happening in his future, and Triple H coming out and saying, hey, man, every time you had that issue, Here's little Triple H sitting on your shoulder, kind of giving you some guidance. So I'll not do it again. Seth's like, cool. If you want me to go to NXT, I'll I'll be a champion. But I'm not just going to go as NXT's here Seth Rollins. Which, that made sense to me. Until the plot thickens and a Cerebral Assassin showed his true colors. And Seth Rollins got beat down by the NXT insurgency. So, great opportunity there. Um, this was the first week that the street profits really had a great entrance and people got it, uh, could have did without Umberto in that situation, but the people got it. The OC was extra over and they did what they need to do and had great promos. Uh, I mean, just the fact that, you know, raw close to 30 years and they're still putting together once in a while, a great setup leading to the future is great. SmackDown, close to 20 years. On the flip side of the coin, because I called it a double A, put in work this week. It was nice, concise, because believe it or not, this is how most of their European uh, shows are nice and concise, quick flowing, really strong, really good, a lot of action for the two hour period that we had. So, came out. Which I thought was smart. King for King with Baron Corbin. That was cool. But then after that, New Day becomes seven time champs. <laughs> Get it's well, Xavier new day. Woods. Yes, it yeah. is. Get well, Xavier. He's out for a year. So he is going to be streaming and doing some stuff, a lot of stuff through Up Up Down Down and other social media outlets. So that's going to be pretty hot. Then we had Sami Zayn making really convincing arguments to pull in Daniel Bryan into his stable with Nakamura and Cesaro. Interesting. Heavy Machinery got their behinds whipped by Imperium, NXT insurgents from the UK. Then... Bailey's promo was pretty darn good. I know they were talking about looking her over um, between Shayna Baszler and Becky Lynch, but Bailey, yeah, pretty darn good. I'm sorry, I still like the way her makeup and hair looks. I don't know about anybody else.
0: Wait, 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 wait! It's gotten better since I said something. I think she listened and she heard. It looks now. the same. No, it doesn't. Uh-huh. No, maybe it, I, we, we, maybe I wasn't we,
1: looking too hard at the
0: makeup.
1: Well, I'm always looking at the makeup. Well, you're looking at the wrong. Hey, man, let's go ahead and talk about we, what were you saying?
0: <laughs> you gotta realize I gotta I got two daughters that are in the makeup. One's a a, a cosmetologist, so I, I I can sit there and yell. You know, well, you know, the one thing a woman can't do to me is you can't tell me well mm, I don't like men like you. I'm just gonna yell out, hey, you don't blend properly. Ooh, ooh, don't know what that, that means, but ooh, ooh. Gotta have those makeup terms in your pocket, but. Um, I her her makeup is way better now. It, it, it it's 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 way better. She she she's looking like Bailey. So I'm like, all right, I'm good now. So on a side note, um,
1: does that mean that you are the makeup guinea pig? Like they just no throw you in a chair
0: no. and just do whatever they're going to do to try to give you the smoky eye or something? No, they know for a fact. If I wake up and I got, I and you know I got a younger daughter too, that wants to run around and paint fingernails and stuff like that. And I, I told her if I wake up and anything on me is made up or painted, everybody got to find a new place to live.
1: So, everybody
0: got to go. But what if she asks you
1: while you're awake? You gonna say no? It's, yes. You know, you know, you gonna say yes. No.
0: It's a no. It. <laughs> no, uh, you on, know, I, I
1: don't let, have my nails painted.
0: Let me rephrase that. Multiple times. I'm I'm more like Randy Jackson. Yeah, it's a no for me, dog. Oh, my gosh. So if there was like,
1: if your wife was to say, just go ahead and let her do your makeup and do your nails and you go ahead and get you that AEW championship replica, you would say no? It's a no for me, dog. Oh, man. So she said, okay, if you let her go ahead and do your nails and do your makeup, I'll let you go ahead and uh, have that night out with Nia. Here's her number because she's in town. She's expecting your call.
0: I'm going out with Nia already. I already have her number.
1: No, it's, you don't, man. Come on, man. But We're trying to change the scenario. What's the answer? You know you're going to do it. Don't you try to tell that
0: lie. Guess, guess what? Guess what? I follow Nia Jax on Instagram and Twitter. It goes down in the DM.
1: Yeah. And uh, uh, Detroit, Michigan. But we're talking about... <laughs> <laughs> We, we talking about this scenario here you know you're going to be like okay what color do I need to have can I pick out my own material is it a soft brush you know you're down don't be trying to play don't be trying to play and you know that don't go good with my skin tone
0: come See, on now you, you, you sound like you're speaking from experience man I got daughters too man you got to put that work in <laughs> I can't Cause, see, I got, I got this thing, and my, 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 my daughter's always want. Well, we gotta shave your beard so it'll look. No, no, I've been growing my beard now for three days, five years, and I have, I've, I've trimmed it, but I've never cut it completely off. When I was at, at one of my old jobs, I had to cut it off. It was company rule that you couldn't have anything below your top lip. I felt horrible. I felt naked. You didn't. You didn't feel naked at Disney.
1: Well, I didn't have any facial hair then. Oh, well, that's because you was a young whoop-a-snapper.
0: Yeah, I barely had a mustache.
1: I mean, that was a long time ago. I mean, what what time about that time you bumped into Walt Disney?
0: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh wow! Was he about to introduce Pinocchio that
0: night? Wow! <laughs> we, we flashed ages now. <laughs> Yep. <laughs> uh,
1: over there, getting the high fives uh, from Frank Oz. You know you need to stop. Let's see here we go. Like, yeah, he was the first. Yeah. He was the first person uh, uh, to sign a lease agreement on Sesame Street. <laughs> guess
0: what? No, Guess what? Guess what? You want to talk about being at Disney? Well,
1: what that you say your, about you? got your.
0: You got your move-in date. <laughs> but what that say about you, sir? You were my trainer right. at Disney. I was like two. I couldn't <laughs> help it.
1: I couldn't help it if I was just smart for my age.
0: They like, just you out
1: to me how to do play basketball. Well, two-year-old could do that one. I <laughs> got it. it. Got got oh, my Uh huh. Over there recruiting Barney in the ice age. Like, I'm just going to freeze you a little bit, but you're going to thaw out and then have this TV show, you and Baby Bop. Like, all right, so, you know. Just give it some time, Barney. I'm coming back for you. I'm telling you, I'm coming back. Barney, wake up. Hey, kid, where's KG? I'm like, oh, no. It's it's been too long. He lied to us. He said it was only going to be 25 minutes. You also lied to Gilligan and said it was a a three hour tour. But. (laughs) Jeez. Really? (laughs) Okay. Oh, man. Let me stop. So you threw out the Randy Jackson, so I had to come hard, man.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, I mean, that's man. my... When I say no, yeah, yeah it's going to be uh, a no for uh, Professor, like, hey, man, you think we can uh,
1: make some communication devices and, and go ahead and get uh, rescued? Here comes KG whispering. Nah, man, why don't you use these coconuts? Okay. Not the long-range antenna you got in the back. That would definitely hit the Coast Guard. No, nah, use these coconuts. Y'all will be okay. But wait, the wait, rest is history. The coconuts actually worked for a little bit. How long did they work? It, it, How many it episodes? Was, <laughs> it was a work in progress. Like Gilligan had a hotel by the end of that. <laughs> God dang. It's the oh, only person man. I know over here talking about, I'm not that old, it was over there dating Marsha Brady. So, um, Wow. (laughs) So that was (laughs) SmackDown versus Raw. Oh, man. I know I can take it. So I know you're going to be coming with it at some point. He's sitting there Uh right now trying to devise a plan on what he's going to (laughs) say. So that was me. Like I said, I gave it a double A this week, bringing it back to it. So you got an Arn Anderson win for SmackDown on Fridays now. And... Monday
0: Night Raw. You can well, tell me your take. Well, good sir. Number one, let's start with Raw. Uh the way Raw opened up, uh Brock Lesnar coming out. Paul Heyman right now. Brock Lesnar don't have to do nothing but stand in the ring, look menacing mm-hmm. and ask for Rey Mysterio. And boom. For 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 lack of a better term, you got dynamite right there. Because Paul Heyman on the mic, <sighs> I don't think there's nobody better in the business. There's no manager better in the business right now than Paul Heyman. And I think he needs to be put in that upper echelon of the Bobby the Brain Heenings, the Paul Ellerings, uh, Classy Freddie Blassie, the Grand mm-hmm. Wiz. He, he needs to be put in that upper echelon of managers. But he's not a manager. He's a, Advocate anyway did you did you, you forgot about uh Teddy long let me holler at
1: you player to have Teddy
0: long go from being a referee to a manager to the commissioner Awesome.
1: I'm oh, smacked out
0: and you gonna be in a tag team
1: match player. Matter of fact, the Undertaker.
0: Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> I gotta watch that Table for Three with him and Bradshaw. And the oh other man, room.
1: that was the best, most entertaining Table for Three because they were just, just, just shooting. The, Part of the expression was shooting the shit with each other.
0: Yeah, it was great, and great. But that's why I always tell people. I said, you don't know when you hear those stories about being on the road. You don't know. Nobody really knows. Never paid attention to it that the acolytes were not only a tag team; they rode everywhere together. They hung <laughs> out together. They were the new LOD. Yeah, that's just what they did. Uh, uh, uh not many people know that Bradshaw was an offensive tackle at Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. Ron Simmons, Farouk, one of the greatest players to ever a Florida State uniform. His number his number and Deion Sanders number are the only two numbers retired in Florida State Seminoles history. Most people don't know that. Most people don't know how smart money wise Bradshaw is.
1: Oh yeah, genius. Genius in the stock exchange.
0: You think with everything that he's done all the money he's made you think he's not giving information on what to bid on and, and things like that to Teddy Long. To Ron Simmons.
1: Hell, he lives. In, uh, he lives in, on an island. He was just in Zimbabwe, hanging out like Bradshaw's
0: <laughs> chill. He yeah. don't need any money. He's good, and that's just off of stocks. But a lot of people say, you know, he's a he's a bully. No. Some people say he's like he he he'll pick with you to see if you can take it, and once you can take it it's over and done with, but some people can't take it. Yeah. That's some of the, uh, unfortunately, I apologize, but some of the new
1: generational thinking, because they didn't have to get forged by the fire. I mean, your generation, well, your generation, your generation, you know, technically that was, um, let there be light. You hit the switch. So, how <laughs> <laughs> but I'm in the same generation with you. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Sorry, Lord. Sorry, Lord. Let me change the fuse. Okay, we're good now. Click, click. <laughs> 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 oh, God. Oh, man. Oh, man. Big Bang Theory wasn't really the Big Bang. You just put a little bit uh, too much um, lighter fluid on uh, the, the the thing, and it just exploded. It's like, damn it. It only set a drip. I just put too much. Once it sparked, it was over. Oh. Sorry, Neil deGrasse Tyson. I just broke that
0: down for you. <sighs> Moving right along. Uh, <laughs> Paul Haynes. I'm waiting for you to come back.
1: Come on, man. <laughs> come on. You should be ready by now. <laughs> I'm letting you shine. Uh, don't
0: let me shine too much. Paul Haynes. Oh. Had the line of the night. And you bitches in the back. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I I literally died and came back because it took me out. I didn't expect him to say that, but it was awesome. It was on time. It was perfect. And uh, it was aired. <laughs> yeah. Um, Triple H doing his thing, especially with uh Seth Rollins. And it made me think. One thing about Triple H is he can play Paul or he can play Trips but he plays both of them to the hilt, Mm -hmm. and now he's going back and forth. And you're seeing a, a, a melting, a gelling of both Paul and trips in the one. And one thing with him and Seth, I thought about it. I said, you know, one thing I love is an albino Python. It's beautiful. It really is. Uh, Whether it's yellow and white. I've seen a pink and white one. Doesn't matter. An albino python. All white one. Doesn't matter. It's beautiful. But one thing you always have to remember. Still a snake. That's what I thought about Triple H Monday night. And then when I watched it again early the day after work. I said that's the first thing that came to mind. Is no matter what he does. You still got to remember. That's the cerebral assassin. And just, ah, I loved it.
1: Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yep. I'm right there with you, man. And the fact that this is one of those times, like what happened with Becky Lynch when she got a nose bus. Same thing with the the travel issues coming from Saudi, that the universe interfered to allow the setup for something that was better than probably what would have been scripted before. So if, if that wouldn't have happened, we wouldn't be in the, the great uptick that the WWE has with NXT and the momentum that they have leading into Survivor Series. And that's just not even Survivor Series. We still have a takeover the Saturday before Survivor Series. Mm-hmm. So that's a lot of lead-up. TakeOver is going to be phenomenal with the male and the first women's war games matches. And then Survivor Series and you got some uh, NXT talent pulling double duty from TakeOver and then going over to Survivor Series to do the triple threat brand supremacy matches. Incredible.
0: I'm going to say this. I can already see what's going to happen at TakeOver. You have... All this invasion, the insurgents coming in from NXT. They're coming in the, the Raw. They're coming in the SmackDown. They're interfering. The Young Bucks.
1: You still calling Fed? Aren't you? Huh? You think so? Well, I gonna buy a ticket and be in the arena?
0: No, 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 no. no. I'll I don't see why not. That'd be great. No, I think uh, Raw and SmackDown are just going to invade. And they're going to impose their will, but I think NXT is going to be too much, too strong. It's their show because they came in on Monday and they invade and God dang, going to speak in a role. Let's before I jump to SmackDown, that damn Ricochet, <laughs> man. He now granted he called it because he went to the rope. He looked around. He went to the rope. And you know he he <laughs> he, he, he gave a code word for them to catch him. But the boy, how, did, did that boy know what gravity is? Oh uh, yeah, he's like Neville, man. Oh my god! And I was just like, I'm 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 absolutely amazed. But now, SmackDown, SmackDown was a slow build for me, and I was like, last week SmackDown was fricking awesome, but this week's SmackDown was a slow build, and it, I'll say about a quarter of the way in, it started it, it started to really go in, but then that uh that main event match mm-hmm. Roman Reigns King Corbin, uh, I, I wasn't really into it, I mean, I'm not even gonna lie it was okay, but it wasn't It seemed like something was missing to me, but I get raw A plus. I got to change my grade because I—I mean, I had to go back and look at SmackDown again. My original grade for SmackDown was a C plus. Boo, boo. I'm going to change it. I'm going to change it to a flat out B. Boo. Hey, it didn't hold me. Boo.
1: <laughs> boo. 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 That's, that's all I have to say about it. I just wanted to get you an extra boo in there. Hiss boo. What's next? You mean what's NXT? Is that what you're trying to segue to? We can do that. NXT versus AEW. The battle is still waging on, ladies and gentlemen. The battle is still waging on. And with that, I want to give a shout-out before to WWE Backstage, which is actually pretty good. It had a Firefly Funhouse. Great interview with HBK. The Gronk phone-in thing was like, uh, You know, they they build it up pretty heavy, but that was the only letdown. But I like the the free-flowing form of the show. Kind of reminds me of a a free-flowing podcast. Uh, But either way. Don't digress. (laughs) It was a good first episode, even though the ratings weren't through the roof like they were. But I think they're going to have to get their audience and and really promote for that Tuesday time slot. Since it'll have Raw or SmackDown leading into it. So you're just a Fox Sports 1 show. So we'll see how it happens, what happens uh, this upcoming week. But NXT, we saw something. We saw the OC attacking the Undisputed Era at the top of the show. We saw Tommaso Ciampa, Keith Lee, and uh, Matt Riddleop ready to, uh, to represent the Undisputed Era and join Tommaso Ciampa. We saw Tayonara Conti and Santana Garrett have a great match. We saw Dakota Kai get dismissed (laughs) from being in the women's um, war games match by Rhea Ripley. We saw Dominic Dijakovic versus Isaiah Scott which turned into the OC showing up, which turned into Finn Balor coming out and having an OG bullet club moment with AJ Styles. That was just a moment to be twittered, Instagrammed, Facebooked, Napstered, myspaced, Cody. What else is that out there? All that crap. <laughs> that was a moment right there. It's like time stood still when uh, AJ threw up the two sweet and um, Finn Balor pulled them guns out. It's like, man, man. I hope you're watching, Kenny Omega, because your boys are representing right now. Your familia is representing right now. Hope you're watching, Young Bucks. Your familia is representing right now. Just saying. NXT, great showing this week. Arguably one of the best ones, and it wasn't the go-home show. It was just a great show all across the board. Now, not too far from my home base, Unfortunately, I was selling games uh, this week being uh, Need for Speed and Death Stranding. Um, We had AEW coming from Charlotte, episode six. Coming from Charlotte. This was, as we know, the go-home show for tonight at Full Gear. So we had a a great match with Trent from Best Friends versus Pac. A little bit of Orange Cassidy uh, interaction there. But uh, Trent ended up uh, getting his behind whipped (laughs) by Pac. He was a... Too happy with the end of the match. We talked about it earlier. Um, Cody Rhodes promo. Um, and one of the big things he said. Was that AEW was like Ellis Island. It represented freedom. For sports entertainers. And. You know. Then he also talked about. Again. Forfeiting any title opportunities. If he loses to Chris Jericho. Uh, private party versus a dark order. I'm still not. Really. I don't know. Dark Order still has to win me over in that presentation. Maybe it's just the entrance. I'm just not getting it. Uh, then, the Brandy Awesome Kong promo explained a little bit more. I like the flow of it. I just want to see, hopefully we we see the payoff of that at Full Gear. Let me put it that way. Uh, but the, the really big thing was Hangman Page and Kenny Omega Versus Chris Jericho and Sammy Guevara. And then that led into the Pac run-in against Hangman Page. Which led to Moxley coming out with his barbed wire bat. Omega grabbing his barbed wire broom. And then all hell just breaking loose. As it rightfully should on the go-home show. Now this is where things are going to get a little bit interesting. And my scoring. I actually, the ratings didn't show it this way, but I actually gave NXT a B+. Plus and I gave AEW a B-. Minus. What? AEW this week just didn't have me as hype as NXT did. And I'm not even factoring NXT in reference to TakeOver and all their impressions throughout the course of the week. I'm just talking about show versus show. NXT actually had me more hype this week than AEW. And normally I know in AEW the past five weeks, as soon as I turn it on and see the beginning after the entrance or the, 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 the intro credit roll, then I'm like, all right, you got me. But I don't know. It was just a great flow for for NXT for me after Marl's uh wrapped up his uh lead in it just it just started going and I was happy with it and that was that was very I was shocked by it trust me just as shocked as you are I was equally as shocked like wow really okay I guess that's what it is so that's me now obviously you didn't feel the same so go ahead and tell me uh what your process is on that
0: Now, you know, I normally watch both shows. I watch them live and then I watch, uh, I record it and then watch it again on Saturday. So, you know, it's fresh in my mind before we jump in here to do this. One of the notes that I took was how the AEW crowd Wednesday night pissed me the hell off. Really? They were dry at the beginning. They were just blah. Mm -hmm. But Cody Rhodes, being who he is, After, during his promo is when they woke up, and that was his the- entrance. They blew up for Cody. blew yeah up. true. But that's when they woke up Cody's his promo that he cut and him talking about you know Jericho talking about the silver spoon in his mouth, and you know, he was so privileged, and, you know, he went right back at Jericho. You know you're the son of a famous hockey player, so we shared the same silver spoon, which is absolutely true. But that promo, him coming out, woke the crowd up. It it light it lit the wick. That is the proverbial dynamite on Wednesday. And it it it, it was just okay. Then Chris Jericho came back with the promo, and Chris's aunt's friend, she said, I I always knew he would be uh, AEW champion when he was younger. Really. But, Mm -hmm. that right there, that was the explosive part. I mean, Cody's promo was by far the best part of the show. Right, But, Jericho was like, you know what, I'm not going to be outdone. Because, you know, he talked about having a sip of a little bit of the bubbly in El Champion. I'm like, dude, I've been watching you do this for over 20 years. And there's not one promo that he has cut that I did not like. Well, there is one
1: that I didn't personally like. And that was what is your name, son? It doesn't matter. What like oh no rock, not on Chris Jericho in his debut. <laughs> no, 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 damn it, no.
0: By God,
1: is him. my witness, he's broken in half.
0: Him and Curtis Hughes. Yeah. Oh <laughs> uh, man, With, where's Rolfus? <laughs> you know something. What did I have? done? I had. Uh... No, what was I had WWF Attitude when Chris Jericho debuted, that was before SmackDown was still in development. So the, the latest game was Attitude. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to create Chris Jericho. So I went through all the movesets and everything. And I gave, I, I, I made all the way down to the boots, the tights, the hair, everything. Even I even had them coming out in a shiny shirt. Only thing I didn't have down was the music. But he wrestled like Chris Jericho. I made him from scratch. And then I made me a Curtis Hughes as his bodyguard. Mm. I, I was I was on it. Then when SmackDown came out. Oh my goodness. That's when I found out. The Lion Tamer and the Walls of Jericho. Two separate moves. Both hurt. I'll say that. Both hurt. But two separate moves. And I would play that for hours, man, just those days that I wasn't at Disney, (laughs) that's what I was doing, between that and NBA Live 99, that's what I was doing,
1: Mm. talk about it, NBA Live
0: 99, wow, you taking it back there, man, yes, still one of my favorite lives, Uh, Live 96, 99, uh 2003 because of the the soundtrack on 2003 was just absolutely awesome. I think it went double platinum. Uh I still listen to it to this day and here it is 2019 and uh maybe 2004 because I was so dominant in it. But he said he's old people. But go ahead. <laughs> that that whole ironically I got live 99 during the lockout. Because remember, we had the lockout in 99. Mm-hmm. So when they released live in... Uh, what was that? September, October of 99? Got it. I still have the original PlayStation 1 disc. Mm. And it still works. He's old. No, I'm just a collective of uh, vintage things. So, mm-hmm. matter of fact, I got the PlayStation 3 hooked up. I'm going to go ahead and pop that in tonight. Well. Can you give the devil his apple back so the world can get back on track?
1: Wow! <laughs> Gotti! <Get> from- <laughs> oh, oh, boy. Man. Yeah. I got to get you back because, I don't know, on all the uh, the tie-ins from last week's episode, they all read that you were schooling me on the daggone go-go, which... What? Again, I guess that was a noun when I just used it. Who knows? Um, but then oh. you sent me the Go-Go music and it still all sound the same. Shout out to Chuck Brown. But it all sounded the same. It was the same Dagger Beat. I'm like, oh, he leading in. Yeah, here we go. Here I'm like, God damn it. Is it the same damn beat? I know it. That's what I'm saying. But that's okay. That's all right. Just do the Sardines thing and we'll
0: just be happy. I'm, I'm going to say this. Now, Quite frankly, my dear good sir, I sent you, what, two songs or three? You sent me two of the same song, same track. I sent you Saturday Night Fish Fry. Now, Saturday Night Fish Fry is an old song. I mean, Chuck Brown did it years ago, but it's older than before he did it. It tells a story that has a totally different beat than Go (laughs) Go
1: Use a lot. Three
0: quarters. (laughs) You need to listen to it. I do. I I listen to Saturday Night Fish Fry every Saturday. And I was thinking about having that B&I intro because we do do this on Saturday. So why not have it as Saturday Night Fish Fry?
1: I can't get with that, dog. I'm just saying.
0: And then I sent you Go-Go Swing. Now, Go-Go Swing goes into uh, Moody's Move for Love, Harlem Nocturne, uh, what else? It, it goes into like five different songs in 15 minutes. It's 15 minutes of straight crank. Like, it's that's the, the same part. beat for 15 oh. minutes. That's the problem. No, it's not. Now, you want same beat? Dial on, dial on, dial on, dial on, dial on. It's the same beat. No, if you want same beat, I'll give you uh nine minutes of that same beat no socket beat by junkyard it's see what it go it goes oh god loose booty nine minutes of the socket beat and then it goes to no, 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 do clap, the and beat. do do the music
1: what was it what's the sound like give me the give me the give me the drum rhythm let me hear it was it was the sound like
0: what, what socket beat yeah no, give, give it to me what sound like it's an Din, 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 din. But then when you go to clap <laughs> hands to the beat, no,
1: give me more, give me more, cause you almost <laughs> there. You are, twenty five percent of it right now. What's I'm it? just waiting What's for it? you to finish. Come that's on, that's it. No, What's bring you? it home, brother.
0: That's it. right there. You know it was, that's it? the next part. Nope, nope, that's nope, the next nope. Part. See, you got nine minutes of that. And then they 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 jump into the surprise, and then it's the good jump. See, no, no. So you keep doing the words.
1: The words aren't the problem. You can say you can say your ABCs to the song. ABCD EFG. You know, you can just put that over top of it. It's the same beat. You know what we're gonna do? Yeah, Next time I'm up there, you're going to introduce nope. me, take me, watch me, something to go-go, person, place, now, action, verb, whatever, you know, adjective, nope. whatever no. go-go is. No, no,
0: I'm going to put, we, um, we're going to get in the car. Oh, God, Jesus. We're going to drive from D.C. Oh no, to New York. Nothing but go-go music.
1: Oh, you're going to get a shot probably the moment we cross over the bridge. Oh, we're what? in Delaware. but well, As <laughs> soon, soon as we get too close, we're like, don't have your windows down. Like, what the hell? It's this full place of go-go. I'm just going to have to look over. I don't understand it. Help me. I've been kidnapped. Man Help down, me. man down. I'm losing my mind. I need some Baltimore club at this point.
0: <laughs> Something. It, 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 it's okay for you to go crazy over. It's time for the percolator. Yeah, it's I'm going to give you nine hours
1: of percolator.
0: That's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's you be,
1: okay, you, not really. No,
0: not really. Not really. What's I'm up old up now, man. What's I'm up old now. I, I can't be doing all this stuff. I can't be doing all this stuff. Y- you know what? I know you can do it. You know why? Because you put a little bengay on your knees and you're like, all right, I'm ready <laughs> now. Uh-huh.
1: Uh, so let me see you beating your feet out there then to uh, some some, uh, some go-go then.
0: See, that's the thing, though. That's this new generation. I never beat my feet. I, I was never a beat feeder. What would the old generation do? When they invented drums, what were they doing? <laughs> see, in my generation... That's back in Africa, too, by the way. In my generation, you go to the go-go, you go see subtle thoughts.
1: Go to the go-go. So it's a, it's a noun... It's a place and a thing,
0: basically. (laughs) You get you a good drink (laughs)
1: two step. Like what you you talking about you pull a R. Kelly, you step on the name of love to the go go.
0: When 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 you when you got the right song, have you ever heard Hello by uh are you really asking me have I ever heard
1: I can't tell a difference. It's the same beat. It's not it sound all the same to me. You're okay, be on this for the podcast for 15 <laughs> hours. I'm telling you, you're going to send it all to me. And I was pumped, too. I'm like, please, Lord, please let them be. You know, I heard the first one. Let it be a different beat on the second one. And as soon as it kicked in, I'm like, up, oh, you let me down. What, what, have you ever heard? KG of- had one job, and he gave me the same track. I did not. Same track. I'm like, Even Puffy's like, man, I can't sample this. It's the same thing. Like you show a puff, it's two different songs. Like no, this you need to take that, take that, take that back home because this is the same damn track you
0: just brought up here. See, have you ever heard "Hello" by Backyard? No. Oh, have I heard the beat? Yes. It's it's the actual beat of the song. <laughs> have you ever heard "Pieces of Me" by Rare Essence? No, but have I heard the beat? Yes. Okay, you know what. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna tell you how <laughs> how influential Go Go is.
1: I don't need you to tell me how influential. I know how influential it is. Yes, I
0: don't know,
1: but Nobody I'm understand about,
0: that it was a person, place, a thing. But I understand that. I'm just saying it's the same beat. Okay. How about this? I ain't never seen Baltimore house music make it onto a video game soundtrack. Uh, I'll check that. I think it may have. Okay, we'll, we'll look into that. But I can tell you that Go Go was on a video game soundtrack. Yeah, the same beat. It's not the same beat. Pump it up by trouble funk. It's not the same beat. And that How's was the beat go? How's the beat go? I don't remember. But I know it's not the same beat. Want me do it for you? <laughs> <laughs> I guarantee you I know the beat. You can no, sing no. the song to it once I get started. I guarantee you. But guess what? Guess what? They made it to mainstream. They made it to Grand Theft Auto Vice City.
1: With the same beat.
0: It's not.
1: We're going to have to agree to disagree. Just like we're going to agree that I am going to win these picks. And you will disagree. Uh, no, you actually may agree that I'm going to win these picks too, I guess. I don't know. That would be cool if you wanted to. I'm not going to stop you from agreeing with me. Um, I'm not
0: agreeing. But uh, I'm not even going to bombard you with Go-Go tonight. I appreciate it because I, I can't listen to the same track all night. I got one song that I'm gonna sing you, and I'm not, and I'm gonna leave it at that. I'm not even gonna give you Trouble Funk. I'm gonna give you something little slow groove. You be like, oh shoot, yeah, you gonna get that little dip in the shoulder like you do, but make sure you know you oil that hip up though, cause I I know, you know, when you used to party with James Brown, you kind of hurt yourself. But um, shoot, you was the
1: you was the last person that uh, Stevie Wonder saw. (laughs)
0: Gaddy! <laughs> <Got he. laughs>
1: oh, oh god! Oh man, you gonna put me out there? You wanna see some? Speaking of James Brown, uh, it's, it's one of the little stupid tags on Facebook. Somebody had the too legit to quit, uh, uh, to quit, um, full DVD. I mean, uh, full music video. The first 15 minutes is funny as hell. <laughs> the hammer song lasts about three minutes. <laughs> but <laughs> I was like, "Oh God!" Now the cameos—I was like, "Oh man, I forgot that person was in there. Forgot that person was in there." And then we got the James Brown. I was like, "What the hell is going on here? This mess ain't gone off the rails." Just make sure I get my promise It's like,
0: "Oh God!" <laughs> oh. Speaking of which, How hilarious. I—I I, I told my mom about it. You got to check it out too. You got to go check this uh show out called um, Mike Judge presents. Tales from the tour bus. Mm. And the second season, now the first season was country music. The second season was uh funk. And it's got two parts for James Brown, two parts for uh Rick James, um, you got Morris Day in the Time, Betty uh Betty Um Betty Davis, mm. uh, who else? KG who, Collins. Well, no, 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 I, I mean, when they did Bootsy Collins and being with the JBs, you know, they had you, they was talking about you and, you know, everything, so. Oh, okay. They said that's you cool. provided the music anyway. Hey, at least they knew it was a different track. <laughs> uh, well, that's why you
1: didn't last too long in the JBs, ain't it? Mm-hmm. Because they knew I couldn't play an instrument, so I was like, what are you going to do? I don't know, man. I could just mouth it, but you're doing somebody else's song. Like, it's the same song. I, they always got mad at me. They kicked me out of every group because they're like, why keep playing somebody else's beat? It's like, there's a different beat? I'm waiting for it. I just gave up hope, man. Like, people are looking for K Fabe and seeing if they're trying to figure that out. I'm looking for the second
0: go-go beat. Uh, here we go. One day, I'll discover it. If You, you got to listen to it with that 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 musical ear.
1: Shoot, I'm trying to listen to it with four ears. <laughs> I'm asking people to come in and you know like, hey, uh, do you hear anything different? Oh, is it a different song. Like, yeah, that's what I thought too. Okay, you're dismissed. I don't know, but we we didn't bore these people enough with uh, our comparison because it's not gonna. I'm never gonna hear anything different. I'm sorry, probably because it's the same song, but. I'll let you believe that you are hearing different things.
0: That's because you're not listening.
1: <clears throat> I'm sorry. I can't. I'm not even getting paid to to, to attend at that moment. So, uh, I don't know. Maybe one day. Okay. Maybe one day. As when I'm like breathing the- my last breath, I'm like, oh, I get it now. It's different words, but the same beat. Duh. See you know, that'd probably be at that point I would understand that, but until that point yeah, same beat, sorry but okay. on the positive side, our show is never the same beat, so go ahead and tell them where they can hear all the different beats that we provide
0: <laughs> oh, of course you can hear us right here on Anchor FM uh, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify Breaker, CastBox Uh, still got Google Play Music. We on there. Overcast, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, Stitcher, uh, Podbean, Pod Chaser, uh, Podtail. Oh, Spotify. Can't forget about Spotify. iHeartRadio, Player FM. There it is. I think I got them all. And I got a. Got to do some research to see if we got any more because uh, I've been checking emails and everything all week. I've been scouring through five or six different emails, trying to check emails and respond to people and things like that. Trying to get the sideline junkies out there. So been trying to. I got different email accounts that I'm sending stuff to and back and forth. So oh, don't I got it done.
1: we saying know. too much now. That sounds like uh some tax evasion or some government stuff. you try to get me caught up in that. Oh no. He, he only has one email, ladies and gentlemen. I don't even know what it is.
0: <laughs> oh, <shoot>. Well, <laughs> if you want to reach the sideline junkies, you can always hit sideline junkies 247. That's sideline junkies 247 at gmail.com. And then don't mm. forget to follow us on Twitter, Sideline Junkies, Instagram, Sideline Junkies, Facebook. Sideline Junkies Colon podcast. Uh, it's always something on there. Uh, been on, we've been on a little hiatus during the week, but one thing you can always count on is the WrestleManiacs every Saturday. But, uh, myself, the fellas, BJ, Delante, Jim, Junie, whew, we're gonna be back in there during the week. It's just things getting crazy, holidays coming up, you know, every everybody trying to figure out. What we gonna get these kids I think if we put all our money in a pot And then try to buy Christmas presents It'll be a little bit better
1: Yeah or just get them all the same go-go beat Here we go Here we go They won't know the difference you just move from one house to another They think they all got the same thing
0: (laughs) You gonna stop coming for go-go man I'm trying
1: to figure out what it is I'm coming from
0: concern Because I still don't get it But Either way,
1: it's been a pleasure, as always. It's time to go and discover all the wonderment from the results of Dynamite and to see what we are going to expect or or hope for out of what the results are for the pay-per-view.
0: Yeah, Uh, I know you got a game to get into, so do I. I got MLB to show 19.
1: I need to get on that too. But at Need for Speed, you know, I'm out
0: there rolling. I think I might go ahead and cop that. Pun intended. Huh. That way I can show you how, how great I am and I don't get caught by cops, so.
1: Yeah, okay. Race tonight night and see what happens. Them fools is coming hard. Now I've got up to uh, heat level two. Uh, I'm scared to find out what three or four is going to be like. <laughs> and they you cannot crash these fools it's like man i'm hitting them with the pit maneuver and it, they're not even faltering so i don't know but i will say this i was happy to see that the uh the racers believe in rubbing his racing because the moment the dude came over and hit my car i'm like oh thank god i'm about to tear y'all up
0: hey that's a good thing mm-hmm. I'll, i will get behind you if i can catch up to you I catch you going to a corner and pit maneuver. That's right. Dale Senior about to catch that. Number
1: three. All day. Good year. So, all right, man. It's time to tap out, transform, roll out. I got some inventory in the morning to do. You got a show to do. Yeah. And then uh, we put it
0: together and figure out what we doing next week. Most definitely because uh, I'm hoping I'm Give me one of those uh those long sticks that BJ got when he pats himself on the back. I want one of those. So I want to be patting myself on the back come uh next Saturday. So Let's go get ready for that.
1: Whatever a loser does to get themselves psyched up for the next loss, I will happily support. Here we go. I'm I'm gonna leave it alone. I'm just saying I'm supporting. That's a good thing, right?
0: You're supposed yeah. to be I'm
1: not trying to be a trying to be a star and not be a bully.
0: You're absolutely right. So with that being said, we are your reigning, defending, undefeated, undisputed, unmatched, and unrivaled tag team champions of the universe. We are the WrestleManiacs. That's the People's Choice. Don Rodriguez. I'm the big guy, KG. The guy sitting over and behind the People's Choice is his best friend, Methuselah, and we are out of here. <laughs> This has been another Sideline Junkies production Sponsored by Anchor FM For any questions, comments, or even if you have a show idea, You can always email the fellas SidelineJunkies247 at gmail.com Junkies out